Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are in this fabulous book called Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. And we are learning what it means through the Lord's Prayer uh, in chapter 3, what total forgiveness uh, looks like through the Lord's Prayer when we say, uh, Lord, forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us, or forgive us of our debts as we forgive, those, or our, or, or as we forgive our debtors. Um, and as we kind of walk through um, what, he, what the author is expressing here, what the author is explaining what Jesus is expressing is um, how when we say those words, you know, sometimes we just say them and we don't say them with real meaning. We don't really understand what we're saying. We are asking God to forgive us of our sins, but at the same time, we are asking, um, telling God that we are going to forgive those who have sinned against us. Um, And we say those words a lot. I mean, if you pray that prayer on a regular basis, like I do, um, when we choose not to truly forgive, we are in essence uh, living as liars, as the author told told us a couple of episodes ago. Um, and so, where we want to realize, um, we want to um, come to terms with realizing that um, we want to forgive because God um, asks us to forgive in His Word. And when we're saying the Lord's Prayer, we do want to be truthful. We want to uh, forgive others. Um, and something, um, pivotal, you know, happened with me is understanding that although I am going to forgive those every day, like, uh, like I should and pray blessings over those every day. It's so important to understand that that, um, forgiveness may not be returned. Um, those who I am praying blessings over those who I am asking God to let off the hook and forgive, um, they may not want me to, they may not want to, uh, not, no, they may not want to have uh, reconcile anything. Um, number one, they may not even realize they have done anything. And second of all, if they have, they may very well, they might not want reconciliation. And that's something to understand. So, and that's something for you to still uh, forgive every day, even if the, the person you are trying to forgive does not return the favor, keep forgiving because you're going to, you know, lose God's favor in your life when you don't, um, continue to forgive. And so, um, on page 100, we're at the end of chapter three, the author tells us what it means to not forgive. And this is so important to understand, um, is he says here is we don't value our fellowship with our father enough. And that really stuck out to me. He says, we don't value it enough. It is not important to us. So we don't forgive. And that was sad to me um, when I was reading that again, because it just reminds me that we are very selfish. And 
when we choose not to forgive, we're saying that we don't value our relationship with God enough to forgive. And that's sad. Um, we want to um, forgive. It says on, he's, he references First uh, John 3 through 3, where uh, the apostle says, I'm reading here, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Do you not put a high value on your time of fellowship with the Father? Moreover, do, does, does receiving a reward in heaven mean little or nothing to you? Um, and so I just, when I read that, it just, it just really is sad to me to think that we, we, we sometimes don't take it seriously. And I value my fellowship with, with, with God. And I want to make sure that I am forgiving um, those who have hurt me. And I want people to forgive me as well. So make sure that you look at it from those terms as well. If you choose not to forgive, it means that you don't really value your fellowship with God. And I, I know you do. So ask him to help you to forgive so that you can have that strong fellowship with him. And some of the ways of uh, unforgiveness, the consequences is, as number one, he says, is we grieve the Holy Spirit. Okay, we grieve the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways he says is that we have trouble coping. Um, we can't think clearly when we grieve the Holy Spirit. Um, and I, I, that was something that stuck out to me as well. Um, he says, if I've spoken a sharp word to his wife, he says his wife, Louise, or his kids, um, it, he, 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 it's impossible for him to, you know, to think clearly because he is grieving the whole Holy Spirit. We snap at people when we grieve the Holy Spirit. We don't do things that are right when we grieve the Holy Spirit. That's actually what he is saying here. Um, and as a pastor, you know, he has trouble concentrating on what the Lord would want him to say. And unforgiveness does that. And so um, we grieve the Holy Spirit when we choose not to forgive. Number two, he says, um, a refusal to forgive means that God stands back and let you cope with your uh, problems in your own strength. Now, that made me stop again because I, that is, I don't like that. That's scary to me. I don't want to try to cope with things in my own strength, but God will push back and allow us to, um, deal with things in our own strength. That's scary to me. And so he says that, um, not many people want to live that kind of life, coping with their own, uh, coping on their own without God's help. He says, personally, he says, personally, I couldn't bear it. Okay. Um, and neither could I. And so I think a lot of us don't realize that a lot of times we are coping in our own strength because we're choosing not to forgive. And have you ever thought about just situations that just seem so overwhelming to you? And, it, and just think of any situation, not just situations of, of somebody who's hurt you. Think of your daily life and how hard it is sometimes. Is it, is it, could it be that God has backed off and he's not with you because you're choosing not to forgive somebody? Think about that. I don't want to live, um, without, without God. He says on the, at the bottom of page, uh, 101, um, when we live this way, Satan, he says, Satan is, um, able to get in and take advantage of us. When we, when we choose not to forgive and God backs off, it allows Satan to come in and to just wreak havoc on our lives. Okay. He says also we will we will start to live in self-pity. Okay. And um 
it literally says that Satan will make you believe that God is with you when you are living in self-pity um, and living in, in, in thinking that God is with you in that. I don't think so. I think that God understands our hurt and our pain. I don't think he wants us to camp out in self-pity. I think he wants us to talk to him and to tell him how hurt we are and to tell him how hard it is. But I don't believe he wants us to um, think that um, we are, he's with us. Um, somebody posted this last year and I will never, ever forget this. I don't even know who this was who posted it. Somebody shared this from somebody who I don't know who it is, but this person was so right. Uh, the person said, are you living, um, are you being, are you, are you motivated through your, um, bitterness? Are you, uh, moving and being motivated by your bitterness? In other words, what, what the person was saying, and I'm not saying exactly how the person said it because with how the person said it was really powerful. But in other words, what the person was implying was, are you going a hundred miles an hour trying to achieve something out of your bitterness? And that really stuck me. Because when I read that, that's exactly where I was a year and a half ago. That's exactly where I was in life a year and a half ago. I was honestly, honestly going 100 miles an hour trying to do certain things to try to prove those wrong who had hurt me. And I can assure you, God is not in the midst of that. And we don't even think that. But we think, we allow Satan to think he is. We allow Satan to think that God is in the midst of things like that. And he's not okay. God does not need us to move a hundred miles an hour in bitterness for his glory. Um, and so he says that the author says that on page one Oh two, we will live in self pity. And then we will believe that Satan will make us believe that God is with us on that. And again, as I, as I said, I believe that God cares and he wants us to talk to him about our hurt but I do not believe he wants us living, being motivated through bitterness. Not at all. Um, and then number three, it says that what happens when we, um, how, in, uh, what the consequences of the un unforgiving spirit is God will become our enemy. Okay. Um, we, you know, we tell God, as he says on page 103, God move over. I have this. I'll take this. I become, you, you crown yourself the judge. You are crowning yourself the judge and you've told God to move out of the way. And so in essence, God has now become your enemy. And you, we know that you do not want God to be your enemy. As we just said, um, we, you know, when God moves back and we're left to ourselves, <laughs> you know, it, it's not good. Okay. And number four says we lose our potential anointing. I've shared this before. Um, one of the things I, I enjoy what he says, though, he kind of goes a little further here is that um, when we, we can flourish for a while without God's anointing, um, and we still think that he's with us. Um, and so, but he says, eventually, eventually, um, it's sooner or later, he says it will, it will, it, we will realize we do not have God's anointing anymore. And we're acting on our own power. I said that so many times I've said it here during these episodes that we sometimes think that just because somebody's standing in front of us teaching and preaching that they are anointed by God. And we, and then, so we start emulating their life. We think, well, they're always bitter and angry, but God's using them. But we forget that, that God might not be anointing them at all. They may just be doing whatever they're doing because they, 
they just are acting in their own power. We, we, we forget that. We forget that people can do lots of different things. Okay. Think of people who are not Christians. Think about people who don't rely on God whatsoever. Think about the uh, worldly accomplishments they have without God in their life whatsoever. Okay. Yet we forget that even as Christians, we have the same power to make things happen in our lives without God, even though we, we proclaim him, um, even though we, we, we say he is, we are believers of him. We seriously don't understand that. Okay. Just because someone is in front of you and they look like they have a great life, it does not mean God, they are anointed by God. It does not mean that. Okay. You have to start to talk to people, listen to them, you know, see their behavior, and then you can kind of get a sense of if they um, are truly trying their best to live their lives for Christ. No one's perfect, but are they truly trying to live their lives for Christ? Um, so I like that he says that. Eventually, it, their anointing will leave. And so um, when we live in unforgiveness, we are not anointed by God. And that's so important to remember. And number five at the end of this chapter says, again, we, we don't have authentic fellowship with, with God. We don't. We don't um, listen to him. We don't move in obedience to him. We just do whatever we want. Um, we think everything, again, that is happening is him when it's not. And so, um, you know, I can, you're listening to somebody who just, who literally did not understand forgiveness and just thought, you know, this was just the way of life. People hurt you and you just move on and you're just never talk to them again. And some people you might not speak to again or reconcile those relationships again. Some people you may not, but um, you can forgive those people every day, every day. I am telling you, I have to do it every single day. Every day I have to pray blessings and favor and um, that God will prosper people's lives. Those who have hurt me every single day, I have to do it. And as I shared on one episode, just recently, I woke up somebody who I pray for every day, but I woke up angry at them over what they did. And for a split second was about to start allowing myself to be angry until I remembered, nope, I started praying blessings over them, that God would prosper their lives, that I have forgiven them. You got to do it every day. As hard as it is, you have to do it every day and be reminded that those relationships may not be reconciled. Things might not ever go back to to the way they were, but you still want to forgive them and let God anoint your life. Uh, and be blessed by living in that forgiveness. All right, so we are going to move on to chapter four. Uh, I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you, and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.